Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Drew, and I want to welcome you back to the Learn How to See Better podcast. And we are just going to jump right into things today because uh, what I want to do is keep the momentum going from the great uh, conversation I feel like we've been having, the great discussion um, that we've been having about life design, taking the bull by the horns, taking charge of your own life, and actually putting a framework in place where you can feel empowered to take back control and start to live the life of your dreams, the life that you would like to design. And it's possible. It really is. It's possible for anyone um, that believes it to be so. And we've just been kind of going through these last few episodes talking about you know, how you even get started with something like this? How can you even shift your mind to think a little bit more grandiose? So I definitely invite everyone to, uh, you know, run it back a few episodes and, and take a listen um, so you can see what's been happening on previous episodes of Learn How to See Better. And what today we are going to dive into pretty quickly here is talking about a much more near term to uh, the idea of starting to live life the way you want to. And I'm talking about just just the next year out. Uh, the last episode, 2022, uh, was talking about what life might look like three years from now because we're, we're really starting long range out and bringing this thing in as we talk about designing where we want our life to end up. You kind of got to begin with the end in mind, uh, as Dr. Stephen Covey would say in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective people you want to begin with the end in mind and that's that's kind of what I'm challenging everyone to do is is to kind of think about how in life you can uh you know in in the game of basketball you throw yourself an alley-oop right um you can symbolically throw yourself an alley-oop in life doing some smart things now that are really going to set yourself up for um a nice a nice positioning in the future right so no different than if you take good care of yourself when you're young chances are you're going to be in a much better position when you're a little older to uh enjoy some of the benefits of that of that discipline so let's get into this and and start talking about a nearer term when you want to think about uh planning for even just a year ahead Uh, this is easiest to do at the start of the year right New Year's resolutions. We've all had them. We all make them, right? It's almost like a tradition. And you think, okay, what could actually be different this year versus last year? So it doesn't just seem like something you participate in and it only lasts for the first few weeks of the year and then fizzles out. Well, it still points back to what we've been talking about, having uh, the right vision set in place so that you're continuing to inch toward uh, those goals, even though you're on a longer term journey. And I think that's one of the things that can really help us out to uh, contextualize this because you're not looking to conquer the ocean. You're not looking to boil the ocean in one year, but you are looking to make advancement. You are looking to show progress. Uh, You know, one of the things I think that I failed to do early on in my real estate investing career was to give myself credit for those baby steps early on. Because, I mean, even if you think about it, everyone can remember Uh, when they first maybe, I don't know, opened a bank account or started to save money and there was some dollar amount that was probably a lot, right? I remember when $100 was a lot of money and you'd think, okay, $100 is so much money because I only have $3 or $5 or a dollar or no money. And so, you know, when you're just kind of crawling first out of the gate, $3, you feel like you're so far away from, from that goal, but you are making measurable progress, believe it or not. So we have to pay attention to that. And I think when we start to look at life, 
on a bigger, more grandiose scale. You know, when you're just one step, one year in uh, to a 10-year plan, you're only dime into a dollar, so to speak, at least figuratively uh, and financially, right? So, you know, just a year in, I think it's all about just starting to, to move the needle, just getting out of park, right? If you want to completely transform and revolutionize your life, I mean, a lot of big changes have to be looked at as kind of like an elephant. And how do you get an elephant? One bed at a time. So you got to look at, um, you know, you got to look at what baby steps can you take uh, because you want to start to get small wins. Small wins are so important uh, because they start to provide a psychological blueprint that's shifting the energy from past failures uh, to future forward motion and movement and progress. And, and when you look at, um, you know, success and, and a lot of times how it's defined, it's, it's, you know, making progress towards your goals. It's not necessarily having to be deemed as the achievement of the goal, but continued progress before towards your goals and the life you want to live. That's, that's part of what successful living is about is continually trying to grow and to reach, uh, your potential, um, and to be able to benefit those around you while you're doing it. Hey, you know, what better than that? Right. But as we break this down and start to look at it from an example of how you might be able to do that, uh, it is pretty easy to segment it into categories so that you can give yourself an opportunity to identify small adjustments that you can make in each category because sometimes you're going to have a little more resistance to making certain changes in your life in certain areas and sometimes you're going to find that certain change is is pretty easy so knowing that uh, you want to give yourself uh, almost like a a uh, a token to play each kind of game right so if you wanted to look at it and break it up, um, you could say, hey, you know, my mental health, my spiritual health, my physical health, my financial health, my, you know, the different relationships you have, um, you can you can categorize it so many different ways or you can keep it simple. You know, most people want to, you know, just when you tie it back to New Year's resolutions, they want to make more money and, and lose some weight. So you could say, all right, health and financial, you know, just as two categories to look at uh, because, you know, your health is kind of like your finances that doesn't take care of itself. Right. So, you know, you you've got to do something proactive in that regard. Those could be two categories. You say, well, I want to set a simple health goal and a simple financial goal. And you can look. 12 years, 12 months out and say, okay, these are some things I'd like to at least have in place. You know, maybe for some people it's, it's setting up an automatic savings account. Maybe for some people it's, it's getting a life insurance policy, you know, for, for others, it may be just taking a walk around uh, the block once a day. Uh, you know, for others, it might be, you know, getting back on a bicycle or, uh, you know, a variety of things going swimming. So, looking at this from a perspective of something that can be done and not saying, okay, you know, I want to go out and and make a million bucks or lose a hundred pounds. It it doesn't need to be so grandiose, even if that is what you want in each of those categories that I'm just using here as an example. And what I would highly challenge people to do is to say, okay, if I gave myself a year of consistent focus, you know, what could I accomplish? And just give themselves permission to dream of what that could look like. I mean, it is 52 weeks for crying out loud, right? 
in any area of our life, we're going to be able to make some sort of change. And, and it's not about necessarily having a total makeover from who you are today. Although for a lot of individuals that I've, I've seen it happen for, that is completely possible. And that ties into desire and everything else. But think of how your life could look a year from today. You know, I remember when, you know, I was first getting exposed to uh, starting a business and being able to have that basic amount of staying power. You know, a lot of the a lot of the trainers would say things like, you know, if you're just getting started and, and, and you want to know what to do, plan to be here a year from today. Commit to being here a year from today, because just by way of doing that, being a part of the process and participating, you will go through an evolutionary phase over the next 12 months uh, when you submit to some sort of uh, program or course of action or plan or system. You'll be a beneficiary of it if you just plug into it, respect it, and, and allow it to work for you. And so it is amazing to see how some individuals can completely transform their world in only a year. So I just wanted to share some of those things uh, with all of you because, um, you know, at this point it's it's spring season in Phoenix, Arizona, and if you haven't been able to notice, I got a little nasal <laughs> nasal activity going on here. But hey, you know what? The show must go on. Just a little allergies in the air. I'm not sick, but we're midway through the year, coming up on that. It's May right now, and. You know, as I look to, um, you know, kind of drive some of these points home, I think about how, uh, you know, I've been able to try and adhere to the same concept. And and even when I look a year out coming into this year, I feel like I had a little bit of a of an advantage just in the simple facts Some things were were on the on the horizon from a planning standpoint. We had a baby on the way and and, uh, you know, that was going to be and certainly is a key centerpiece to what we want our year to be about, right? A successful transition uh, from a family of four to a family of five and welcoming a new baby and growing our family is, is, is our idea of how we're living life, you know, and that's one of the most significant things this year is just being able to apply and intently focus on uh, the family and that quality time and how precious the window of time is that uh, we get to enjoy just these these super simple reminders of uh, the beauty of, of new life coming into the world and the infinite possibilities that exist uh, when you bring a new child in the world and how you uh, you know want to make sure that you appropriately uh, give the respect and and uh, proper time and focus to you know this very new and unique period of life and so that's been so much of our our goal is to make sure this year that we're we're living life to the fullest making sure that we're you know properly welcoming you know our new baby growing our family and, and keeping family in, the, in its proper priority level because the hustle and bustle while while admittedly attractive uh that can lure us all in you know you, you do have to keep your priorities in, in the right order and that's a lot of why we do what we do currently is because uh, living life by design and living intently for the things that matter most is the driving factor and that driving fuel to make our to make our system go forward to make our to make our vehicle move forward as far as our family 
and you know it's that laugh when I hear about all the instances where uh you know, you bring a baby into the family. It's like throwing a grenade into your marriage. And, and I laugh about that because, you know, kids are also different and they can, yeah, they can be challenging at times. But when, when you've got uh, a good framework, a good foundation in place that you a, are able to, to communicate and work through these uh, children challenges with the terrible twos and the three dangers and everything else, um, you realize that you've got, um, You've got that good sidekick. You've got that good uh, partner in crime, so to speak. You've got that bestie um, that you can move forward with and, and raise a good family. And, and I feel so fortunate to be able to have that. And, um, you know, that's another thing that I recognize is important is that making sure that as you go through these family transitions that everyone in the family is, is feeling loved, right? Um, whether it's the middle child, the oldest child, you know, from a spousal standpoint. Um, again, the focus being about the baby, but about the family as well. And I, I see now, which I couldn't see when I was younger, how all these things just play into, into one another. And, and you think about how um, these things that you hear about, you know, new baby is a grenade to the marriage. Okay. And I, and I can see why when it's sleepless nights and, and all the, the drama that can occur with that and, um, all these other instances where, you know, you got the middle child flipping out because they're the middle child. They don't get any tension. The oldest got some, the, the youngest gets some, what happened in the middle. And, and you see how a lot of these, these sacred cows really can be blown up. And that's what makes me feel good when, uh, when I start to think about how, you know, my life could continually evolve. Hey, you know, three kids might have more, who knows, right? But the idea that I don't, I don't operate with these, these fears or concerns that, uh, you know, if, if you go from two to three, you're going to have a middle child and they're going to be a terrorizer. If you go from three to four, you're going to have half a basketball team and all this other stuff. And, um, I'm just enjoying this ride and I make sure that, uh, no matter how big the family grows, there's enough love to go around and that, uh, we keep all of our love tanks full and we make sure that marriage has the proper focus as well. It's not just about uh, parenting and, and running after the little ones. And, and so that's so important to, to us as we look out uh, towards the year. And, you know, I encourage everyone to keep that in mind, especially if you've got a young family and you're going through this continuous uh, churn period, whether it's kids switching schools, you got the summer season, the winter season and everything else, um, keeping keeping the proper focus on the forefront is is going to be a very big beneficial thing to having uh, peace and love in the home and and you know some of these some of these goals that that i have that we have for the year are specific to us but at the same time they can they could quite possibly relate to you right you might you whoever's listening to this right now might have a family and be able to take something from this so i'm hoping that uh, by virtue of me sharing what some of my own goals are and some of my own outlook for the year can be used for for someone else to might that they might be able to say yeah you know these are some of the th- same things or or similar things at least to what I might want for myself and how I might be able to structure putting some of that in place if I don't have all of it now the way that I want to and and that's going to be co- very beneficial as well so you can see that just right there you know everyone's got love so you check that box, baby's taken care of, kiddo's taken care of, 
hubby and wife taken care of, right? What are we doing next? We're empowering our children. That's our goal for the year as well. We want to be able to teach them and learn new skills with them. Uh, We believe in the lifelong learning. We believe that we're all able to continuously learn new and exciting things. And the more I learn and the more I get exposed to new information that that is amazing to me, I become more and more aware of how much of it I could have known a decade ago, two decades ago, and in some cases, three decades ago, that could have made major impact to way that I live today or ways that I see the world today. And why not let my my children have the opportunity to do that alongside of us, give them an unfair advantage, right? Um, or just the opportunity to not miss out on some of the things that, that I didn't get the chance to do when I was younger. And we're going to extend that experience by making sure that we do the things that matter most to us and, and making sure that we're continuing to spend quality time, not just with one another, but with our loved ones and, and being intentional about how and who we spend uh, that time with. And that's just, you know, makes the time that we spend that much more rewarding so that we don't uh, fall into the trap of just carelessly spending time uh, with people and not creating more memories, take more pictures, uh, make the most of the moments that we have when we have them because you never know when you'll have less time than you might have planned for. And so I think that that's just a philosophy to live by. It's just to make the most of the time that we have while we have it because the cycle of life is always moving. The only constant in the world is called change. And as we change, as we grow, we will want to continue to contribute We want to continue to be able to not just show our growth, but share our growth. We want to be able to inspire others. We want to be able to show individuals that certain things are possible for them as well, because some of the things that we've achieved, you know, that are nice to haves in the world, it's like, hey, this isn't exclusive uh, to us only. You can do it too. Why not? So whether we're teaching people how to learn how to see better or to live with definiteness or to be dining with the Davises or rise with Risha, we want to be able to inspire people and inspire others through our messages of positivity and life experience. Because what better way to do your part to show an appreciation for that which you have received, you know, the blessings of knowledge and wisdom. And to be able to propagate that through the universe is just uh, us doing our part to make the world a better place. And we feel that uh, it's one of those things like Zig Ziglar said, you know, if you help everyone else have enough of what they want, you'll be able to have everything that that you want. So we're continuing to live and think about, you know, ways that we can we can live abundantly Uh, by having a servant mentality and helping others, helping others to grow personally, helping others to grow their businesses, to have more success with their businesses, streamline their businesses, you know, get some of their, you know, some of the the junk in their head out of the way, some of the stinking thinking that can, that can toxify our businesses and our relationships, right? So we do want to be able to um, help others build and grow in a variety of ways because that in essence is a lot of our mission and this is just you know a snippet of of a bigger picture and as far as you know what we're focused on for for 2019 i think that's a pretty nice and and clean snapshot 
of it and, and for the purposes of you know just just sharing this in, in more of kind of a storytelling format it's it's not necessarily uh so specific to um you know, certain numerical uh, statistics about, you know, this many units of this or, or this many of that, um, but just kind of share it in concept, you know, identifying areas of life where we want to see growth or maintain the abundance that we're already enjoying. That's really the frequency that we're tuned into right now. And uh, we feel we feel right about it. We feel like it's the right frequency to be tuned into. And uh so far so good and we're just you know we're, we're enjoying the trajectory that we're on we you know we're we're on the fast track we're going somewhere and we want to take people with us so uh there's a lot that can be done with a year and uh being a pretty ambitious individual that i at least identify myself as i, I want to share it with all of you that even if you're you know if you had a new year's resolution that fell apart and now it's mid-may and you feel like you've stumbled out of the gates hey it's not too late it's not too late at all. Uh, you know, might be the second quarter. It's not the second half. Let's go, right? So, uh, but it starts with having a plan, putting something together, giving yourself enough love and self-care to take the time to think about what you might be able to do. And even if today is, is day one and we're looking out to next May, to start to gain clarity around that, which you would like to see in your life. Because it is attainable and you can start to move that needle and a year might seem like a long time, but just a few flips of the pages off the calendar, really. And uh, time seems to move faster every day. So isn't that a bonus? Every goal that you set a year out, uh, every year it gets there a little bit quicker. So how lovely is that to think of? But hey, that's what I've got for you guys today. Uh, hopefully some, some good nuggets that you could take away. Do not underestimate what you could tackle in a 12-month time frame. Once you've got some clarity on what can be uh, done, you can then put in a better structure for how you can even break that down further to, uh, to see what things need to be executed on quickly to be able to close out and have the results that you want to see. So that concludes this episode and I can't wait to catch you guys again on the next one and be sure to tune into this content, share it with or tag a friend that might be able to benefit from some of this. So until next time, take care and thanks for joining. See ya.